and roll with America's premier motorcycle talk show. Open Road Radio is on the air with Gina Woods and other guest hosts. And now, with Riding on Their Minds, here's your hosts of Open Road Radio. Got a great show coming to you guys tonight, and it is Open Road Radio with our Sid City Radio Girls out there. It's Sid City. Hi, ladies. What's up, Gina? Hello. How you doing, man? <laughs> great to see you. We you got too. Scrapper Dan back in the house. Yeah, I got my buddy Luke over here. He's a maniac, so we were going to work on some stuff tonight. And I got a few other guys hanging around, and uh, we were going to twist some wrenches. Fantastic. Well, you know, warm weather means riding bikes, and riding bikes means breaking them. Oh. Yeah, are you good at that? Yeah. <laughs> but buy it, build it, break it, repeat, I think the saying goes. Uh, that's right, yeah. We've got some guests that might say different. Swap meets have been heralded the beginning of a new bike season. If you've never been to one, I suggest you go to one. There are plenty out there right now. And you can find parts for your antique machinery, see some cool scooters, and meet some gray hair bearded diehards <laughs> in your area. With a swap meet special tonight here on Open Road Radio. But first, we're going to um, speak with a gal that uh, I'm going to get to know very uh, closely. She is part of the Rivers the AMCA. Um, it's Kathy Strober, uh, Stro Strobel is going to join us, and uh, she will be here in just a few moments. Chris Tribby is going to join us later on in the show from Bike Works LLC. He is Mr. Swap Meet Special himself, <laughs> and there's a lot going on. We're gonna we're gonna try to run it all down with Chris because that and the love of motorcycles. He's, there's a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, I happened to see Chris last week at the Donnie Smith Show. Greg Liu is in the house. He's going to join us later on in the show from Red Fox Enterprises and those awesome gems that they sell for all of us cool kids on motorcycles. But, uh, Gales, let's start it off with you real fast we, before we bring Kathy in. Dazlin, I know you've been rocking it this whole week. Oh, my gosh. Look, so Penny and I are going to put our uh, fascinators on because we had a tea party weekend. So Blink Divas MC, Full Throttle Law, First Step Nevada put on a big tea party for at-risk uh, young ladies this weekend. It was beautiful. We had about 20 kids over from uh, Child Haven. And uh, a total of about 56 kids and the entire motorcycle community came together to donate everything we need from food to equipment to tea. It was just amazing. Some of the uh, teapots donated by, uh, you know, even one percent or motorcycle clubs here in the community. So it's a great event. We had a blast. I want to wear a fascinator 24-7 now in lace gloves, but I'm going to go ahead and, you know, store it for the rest of the year. But if I could just walk around with fanciness and drink with my pinky up, that would be fantastic. It's flowing with your bandana right there. Right? For sure. I'm going to send you one, Scrapper Dan, so you can wear it in your, in your you and Luke can, too. can wear these and just look ultra fancy while you're wrenching. <laughs> that would be great. And I saw a lot of pictures on Facebook. It looked like a fantastic time. And thank you for doing that with the kids. That's amazing. Great stuff. Great stuff. Penny, how was your weekend? Oh, it was amazing. Got my uh, my bike up and running. And uh, like we talked about before, the uh, SNS carb turned it into a, a brand new motorcycle. So did a lot of riding on Friday and then Sunday. Uh, yesterday, I had a blast with the Moonshine Bandits. Ooh. Got to do some filming with them. Um, Dive Bar Beauty Queen, one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, it's a good tune. Um, they just released a new song called Like Them Wild, and they wanted some female riders. So me and uh, two of the Sin City Moto Girls went out there and uh, did a bunch of filming. It was it was fun, and those guys are just a freaking hoot to hang out with. So it was, How fun. Good yeah. for you. 
Yeah. That was awesome. Sounds yeah. like everybody had a great time. Well, Good I stuff. was busy working, getting on some stuff uh, for the show here. We have got our new station, K Shop. 1400 a.m. in Las Vegas, where these two troublemaking girls are at. And, uh, <laughs> alleged, alleged <laughs> troublemakers. Allegedly. Uh, come on, uh, come on. Alleged. We just wear fascinators and drink tea. <laughs> yeah. We hope that everybody joins us on Facebook. Please uh, check it out on Open Road Radio. Give it a like, give it a share. You can go to Facebook or Gina Woods. Uh, you can also go to our YouTube channel, Open Road Radio. We've got some big announcements that we'll be making in the next couple of weeks. So uh, without further ado, let's bring Kathy on. Kathy, she's going to kill me if I butchered this name. I'm going to go with Strobel. 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 Okay. <laughs> then I would have put the L and the E somewhere else, but that's <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Kathy, welcome to the show. Kathy is the treasurer of the AMCA Riveter uh, Chicks on 66 event. That is yes. She's a treasurer of the club, of course, but um, she's going to be riding her old vintage on uh, Chicks on 66. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What are you going to be riding? Well, I'm not quite on the vintage yet, so I think I have to take my 18 heritage on this ride. That'll be vintage before you know it. (laughs) It will be. It will be. Fantastic. And so let's tell people a little bit about what Chicks on 66 is about. So Chicks on 66, we're going to have three women riding. We're going to start actually in Milwaukee um, at the Harley Davidson Museum. And then we're going to ride to Chicago. And we're going to start Route 66 in Chicago and go all the way to Santa Monica. And we're going to take two weeks to do it. And we're going to have stops in between. We have like 15 different stops we're going to make. And we're going to see what happens. Yeah, so Penny and I were matching our schedule up just uh, just a few minutes ago. She may have another ob- obligation. She's not sure, but I'm going to meet you on June the 23rd in Kingman, and I'm going to follow you to Barstow and then on to uh, Born Free that weekend up in uh, Southern California. So count on me meeting you at least in Kingman, and I can't <laughs> wait to okay. see you there and, uh, and escort you into town. <laughs> Oh, that'll be awesome. Can't wait to see you. The only thing vintage that day, though, for me is going to be me. I'm going to be on my uh, wow. 15th Street Glide. I'm too old to travel vintage that many miles. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I have no problem coming back that way anytime soon. So I'm going to take the ride as far as I can. Um, it's meeting up in Milwaukee. Uh, originally, it was planned for... Chicago, but I understand all the uh, logistics of that. So we are going to go through, but um, I, I don't know if there's an actual stop in Chicago, but we'll be telling more people yes, about sure. it. As, good. Awesome. And we'll be telling more people about mm-hmm. it as it comes up. Harley Davidson is sponsoring it. So we're really glad to have their cooperation. We've got some interviews coming up with Karen Davidson in the next couple of weeks. Um, so we're excited. It's going to be a fun ride and you and Karen have really, um, you guys have been up to some shenanigans. I don't know if Isaiah's got some pictures <laughs> that he's going to throw in the background there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's you powering, uh, you powering uh, Karen, <sighs> powered by, powered by Kathy. But yeah, it's going to be a great time. Um, what else can you add to that? Do you got a windshield what? on that 18? I do. I yeah, do. You're gonna, it's nice to have. I know a lot of guys that don't. I got one bike with a windshield, but a road trip like that, it's going to be nice. And the soft tails run so good. They float down the road. Well, I definitely was thinking comfort. <laughs> so can people still apply to join in? I know that uh, there's an application process. Is it all set? Is uh, is there room for any other women that want to take that trip with you yet? We are still accepting partials. So if somebody wants to do a partial ride, if they can't oh. do the whole weeks, 
and they want to do a day or two here or there or even one week or whatever, um, we'll take partials. But Look at the meow meow behind you. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what would radio, open road radio, without a lot pussy jumping in there. <laughs> That's fantastic. And the uh, Riveter Club has only been around uh, since right before the holidays. Uh, Karen and uh, Karen and Kathy got it uh, set up. So we're really excited that uh, uh, to have these charter members and other members. How can people join up if they want to be part of the Riveter Club, uh, Kathy? They can join the AMCA and then pick the Riveter chapter as um, the chapter they'd like to join. There is a separate fee for the Riveter chapter. It's $15, and they can just send it in to us via PayPal or check. That's fantastic. That's really easy. Ladies, you don't have to ride vintage. It's awesome if you do, but you can certainly join the Riveter chapter, and it is for all, as Kathy said, AMCA members, American Motorcycle Club of, of America. America. Antique Motorcycle Club of America. Don't make me correct you, Gina. I was going to let it slide. Were you going to jump in there, Scrapper? You were going to jump in there? Yeah. I mean, I I only got a couple antique bikes. That's all I know. That that on electric guy, I never ridden something with a fan. And going through the Badlands, it was pushing me all around. I I didn't know what to do, you know. Oh, and and but I like the windshield, you know. But nothing gets getting on something a little sketchy that you're really hugging and really feel the wind in the hairdo by Harley, you know. That's my favorite. <laughs> Wait till you take your fan head out there. Oh my god! I've been telling him to get let's get it out. Let's go. Yeah, it's still in my living room. Yeah. Yeah. When you take the fan head out, that that'll be a whole different experience for you, in Sturgis. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. If I have kidneys left. <laughs> Hey, Kathy, what other types of events do you think that, uh, or are the Riveters going to be planning for 2022? Well, this was a big one. So this ride has taken a lot of, you know, our planning at the moment. Um, But we are hoping to get out there and get some other activities up and going. As soon as we do, we'll be announcing them via Facebook or Instagram and letting everybody know what's coming up next. We're just trying. On first. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's a lot to put together. Two weeks for your first ride. You guys could have picked like something like the weekend, right? You got to go, oh, let's go for two weeks. John, yeah. completely across the go country. Home. <laughs> right. Go big or go home. Man, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's wild. But that's 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 Karen and, and, and you. Let's just put you two together and there's all kinds of shenanigans will come out of it. <laughs> so... All right. How can people, if they want to join up or they want more information on the ride, how can they get some more uh, information? They can go to, if they're specific on Chicks on 66, we have a Chicks on 66 website. They can go to the Riveter Chapter Facebook page. Um, We do have websites, both of those, and they can reach us right through those. Fantastic. All right. Well, lady, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we can't wait to see you. Um, I know we've got a couple of big meetings coming up um, for all the event coordinators and so forth, and um, I'm going to see everything that I can do and help do whatever I can. It's going to be a great (laughs) ride. great. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for joining us, Kathy. Great to see you. I can't wait to see you guys. I'm telling you, talk about putting together something really big um, for a first event. Yeah, like, no kidding. Um, wild is crazy. Karen, you're crazy, girl. She's like, <laughs> yes. Hey, we want to say hello to um, Bam. My God, this computer's going to be a little Bam and Skip Robinson. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Karen, I knew you would pop on and say hello. Uh, Ivy, thank you so much for popping in and saying hello. We've got a little Swap Me special intro for Mr. Crips, Chris Trivi. We're going to bring him back as soon as Isaiah can throw that on, if you, if you were able to download it. All right, and there we've got 
Mr. Chris Trivi himself. Chris is from Bikeworks LLC, and he is here to talk to us. Chris is also former Harley Davidson, um, uh, Harley Davidson employee for many, many years. Chris, how many years were you there? Oh, you're on mute. Sorry, Chris, you gotta unmute. There you go. There we go. So how's that? Can you hear me now? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> So I was at the motor company for almost 19 years. 19. Uh, at a dealership in Milwaukee, House of Harley, for about 10 years. And in between uh, the dealership and my own uh, at the Harley Davidson, my own bike shop for three years. So it was a, so far so good. And you've done the chase and the cannonball. I've done two cannonballs and the first chase. Man. And you gave Jake a chase last year as well, a chase bike. And well, that was really think, awesome. And I think this should be a whole nother episode, Gina. You know, we're doing the Young Riders fundraising activity again for this chase. <clears throat> we have two individuals that have donated motorcycles. And we're raising money to send a, a young woman and a young man on the chase this year. Um, and again, we could talk later about that, but yeah, absolutely. That should, that should be a show. Absolutely. We can do a yeah. separate show on, on that activity alone. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know Jake wants to join in on that. And the boys that were uh, involved in it last year have gone on to other motorcycle careers. So that's really exciting. Um, it's working and I can't wait to find out the woman that joins up. Um, so basically what it is, is, uh, a bike and all their uh expenses get paid by the chase event by the chase company and all the people that donate i know last year people donated live on the air and it was just like it, it just went crazy and we raised a lot of money so that's pretty cool maybe we'll do that again as well but right. we're here to talk some business chris we're here to talk swap meets i saw you last weekend at the swap meet and we had a great interview um you had a great time you know, swap meets, um, I don't know, what do you think is the most, like, important thing? You know, what's really funny is that I've been going to swap meets since forever. And um, there's some important aspects to going swap meets. Besides just waking up drunk, throwing your boots on, throwing a halter shirt on, and grabbing a jacket. So those were the old, those were my first days of swap meets, right? <laughs> I wouldn't dare. Today, I'm just like, okay, how cold is it out there? What's the weather like? What is the temperature like, right? And do I have comfortable shoes on? Because that was never a concern back in the day. It had to be high heel boots, uh, yeah, it just had to be crazy stuff. So there are some things that you got to think about when doing swap meets. There's well, there's a lot of things. I mean, my first swap meet was 1981. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I had just bought a 1961 panhead chopper, and I took it all apart. And my vision was I'm going to make it back to stock, right? So I had all these. I had the hardtail frame. I had the wrong front end, the wrong wheels, <laughs> because I wanted to take it back to stock. So, you know, I'm this young kid. I got this cool 61 panhead chopper, and my vision is I want to make it back to stock. So I took all the non-stock stuff to my very first swap meet ever, and I'm this green 21-year-old kid. And I sold the frame for 200 bucks. I sold uh, the front end for 100 bucks. I sold oh. the gas tanks for 50 bucks. And pretty soon I learned you're being taken advantage of because you, <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Um, but again, that's how you learn. Um, we, we, call that the, we call that the stupid tax. The dumber you are, the more you pay. Yep. Well, yeah, and we all learn, right? I mean, there's, that's there's, how I did it. There's a, a a cost of learning involved, and uh, so as you progress and as you gather more parts and you do more swap meets, as I have over the years, swap meets turn into a lot of 
50% a social aspect and 50 and 25% of selling and 25% of buying. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. You know what? And I want to do that. I'm going to put the girls in the green room just for a minute, but you guys can still talk to us. We're going to bring Greg Liu in. So now there is, and I'm going to let you, Chris, be the, be the uh, seller, and I'm going to have Greg be the buyer. We're going to talk about what are the important things that you need to do, A, if you're the buyer, and B, if you're the seller, because they're two entirely different things, right? Good point. Real good and point. And that's what makes a business. So, Isaiah, if you can uh, throw the girls, throw those girls in the green room. <laughs> and bring Greg in real fast. Later, girls. <laughs> and let's do this talk about buyer versus seller in, uh, at swap meets. So. I like uh, to do both. I got, I usually bring like Luke <laughs> with me and he mans the post and I run through the place and you got to have the front money in one pocket and then the real money in the other pocket, you know? Uh, and, and, you know, probably the most important thing, if you're, if you're a buyer, or Wait, that's me. I'm the buyer. All right. Hi, Greg Lou. Welcome to the show. It, it's got to have you here because you and Trippy have been doing this a long time, and it's really exciting to hear both of your accounts of being the buyer and being the seller. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks a lot, Gina. Um, and like Chris, I think mine was 1976, the first swap meet. But, you know, what you learn and, and, and as a buyer, I'm going to cut to the chase. I'm building a bike. I don't know much, but I know what I want, or I think I do. Well, the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring a parts manual with me to the swap meet. Because what, what is the seller supposed to do for you? Is he gonna build your bike for you? No, you need to be able to identify the part you want. And you might be able to fit that part on, or the part you're looking at on your bike. So that, that uh, parts manual is gonna go a long way towards giving you success. Uh, and, and typically, I would approach Chris, I'd pick up a part, I'd introduce myself, tell him my project, tell him I'm working on a limited budget, and what were you asking for this part? And let him know up front that I appreciate what he has without insulting him at the same time. And you've, you've got, if you win his heart, you've got his part. I played, wow. Well, no, there's a lot to be said to that. You know, so like like Greg said, if you're if you're going to a swap meet as a buyer looking for parts, you better damn well know what you're looking for. Oh yeah. And it, you know, it, we have all seen this where you had a swap meet as a green buyer not knowing what you're doing and you hold up a brick whatever, making it up. You hold up a brake caliper. And you say to the guy that's selling the stuff, what does this fit? And he says, well, what kind of bike do you have? <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> I got a 74 Sportster. He says, it'll bolt right on. Or you could say, I got an 82 Lowrider. Yeah, it'll bolt right on. And that's an unscrupulous swap meet seller. Yes. And the sellers are there to sell their stuff. As a buyer of a swap, you better damn well know exactly what you're looking for. So I agree with what Greg said. You've got to have a parts manual or at least measurements or pictures of exactly what you want to buy. Exactly. And I think also pricing. you got to know the pricing. You've got to be in the area so you don't get taken to the laundry, right? You got to right. know about, you got to know the, the, uh, what you want to pay for it. I think That's, it's important well, to remember that the, the seller is there for a reason. He spent a lot of time and money and Chris and I, we know this story all too well. Oftentimes we're dragging the same crap that we've dragged for 20 years that'll never sell. And yet in our minds, we think there's a value associated with those parts. Well, I suggest maybe you, maybe you put five or six parts together. And you put a decent price on it and, and let them sell themselves. Uh, bundling is, it seems to be all the rage these days. And uh, I suppose getting on the bandwagon can't be a bad thing. 
Well, yeah. all the all the years I've been doing scrap metal, I, I, that's how I got most of my collection of bikes. And my favorite is I, I've been seeing Chris at the uh, Walnut swaps for twenty years. I've been going at least. And I bought my first bike. That's how I got into the swaps. Uh, I bought a, a 883 Harley Sportster, and they, I'm 6'6". Six, six. They used to call it a Skirtster. Does that thing come in men's? And and uh, I've been robbed a few times at the swap meets, but I, I like giving deals out and stuff that I would be scrapping. These guys are like, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks. Well, they'll give me five cents at the junkyard. Yeah, I'll take your 50 if you can use it, build it, you know. <laughs> it's a great point and it, uh, at Fandango this weekend I had a, a, a gentleman walk up I had a, a super glide wheel and it was uh, it was pretty decent with a decent tire on it and he said what what do you want for this and I said well tell me a little bit about what your project is he goes I don't know I just do it whatever how much you want for it all right I want $500 for it <laughs> now, now the next guy that came up I asked him the same question he was a little bit younger he's building a chopper he goes, man, you should see my bike. Let me show you some pictures. And he started going into it. How much you need for this? I said, I'll tell you what. Give me 75 bucks and it's yours. And that's the way I like to operate. Absolutely. Yeah. Luke and I had a kid come today for a five-inch chrome exhaust elbow off Facebook Marketplace. And he's 22 years old, little guy. And he said he's building a Turbo 76 Camaro. Yeah. And he showed me how he's running these things in the fender wall, and this is the last piece to his puzzle. Of a five-inch exhaust. But yeah, uh -huh. I, said, I said, I don't want your money. You can go yeah. and take it. <laughs> you know, uh, I support the knuckle busters out there. Turn some wrenches. Yep. And, and maybe it's not best for business, but we know that it's the long game. We're doing the right thing, and it'll come right back. Yeah, and, and when I go to the swap meets, like Chris was saying, a big social meet and greet. All my buddies look forward to me there. I, I always take the horns and I honk them at every chick that walks by. <laughs> and, and, and you create kind of a kind of an attraction. Everyone's like, "Yeah, that looks fun." What are they doing over there? And usually, Dad, my buddies show wait up a minute, like, Dad, was that you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm oh. ready for the swap. I got a trailer hat. Loaded, and the worst part is, I'm sure these guys will. They know what I'm talking about, but I'll look at like a, a soft tail rim, and I'll be like, "No, I'm not selling it. I can't get rid of it." I, you know, I, I, I could bring like two trailers full, but I usually wind up with a pickup truck bed. Yeah. Uh, and, and all the sellers, all the sellers say we keep the good stuff at home. Yeah, that's you know, right. Everybody says, "Well, you know, you get." People to swap me. Well, you got this M74B linker, or you got original air cleaner, and and you're thinking I got the good stuff at home. Um, but even I, I, but even the good stuff at home, I would rather put that in somebody's hands that can use it. And I have right. I have I I got lists when I go to swap meet. I take a list a tablet, and I got notes of people looking for stuff. You know, at Donnie Smith, Gina, I had a lot of people, I'm looking for this, X, Y, and Z. I write it down. I take their names and phone numbers. I get home. I have it. I call them. Here's what I want. You want me to send it to you? I'll send it to you. Oh. I'm send you Chris, I'm going to send you my list. Is that okay? <laughs> I don't want it, Greg. <laughs> As a seller, that's a good point. As a seller, Chris, what do you got to do? You got to get there early. But, you gotta pick a good spot. So again, it's as as a seller that I am now. I'm more of a seller than a buyer. I am. I want to go to a swap meet to sell. I want to go to a swap meet to get rid of piles of stuff that I have that I will never use in my bike shop business which is different than a guy that has pristine OEM parts that he is selling at fair market value. I think I know what that means. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Well, here's sense, another guys? one. Now, now let me tell you something. Here's another buyer story. And this is, this is pretty typical. I had a gentleman, he had a J-slot 1955-only air cleaner sitting there. And I said, how much you want for the air cleaner cover? He said, well, I don't know. I've heard they're worth a lot of money. And I said, well, what do you mean? 
He said, well, I heard those old style air cleaners. Well, it was a one year only. I wanted to see if he knew that. And, and, and he asked me, he goes, what's this worth? And I said, you know, I, I'd be kind of a moron to price the seller's merchandise, right? Right. You know, I know what it's worth to me. Uh, but to be fair to the guy, I say, look, this is a one year only part. Here's what I'm willing to pay for this. You can do what you want. But if you wouldn't have known this information, if it hadn't been for me, right? So he took my money. We were both happy. He probably could have gotten more if he knew what it had been. But I was honest with him. You know, like I said, it's the long game, right? Yeah. I know that I bought, I've come home with the wrong parts before. And then, uh, you know, I just get reprimanded. Oh, you should have talked to me about it. <laughs> Again, you got to know what you're buying. If you're, if you're shopping at swaps, you got to know what you're buying. You got to know. I mean, I get guys picking up floorboards. Will this fit my bike? I could be a dick and say, what kind of bike do you have? Yeah, it'll fit. Knowing it won't fit. I'm not going to play that game. Right. Good. But I'm glad to hear what that. What are looking for? How about... I mean, uh, Crapper Dan, how about if uh, Bass Cycles ever went to a swap meet? I think they do, but man. Well, they, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've been with them at the Walnuts uh, swap a couple times, and, and uh, back when it was in Lake County, I believe. But um, Bass Cycles, yeah. I've never seen anything like that. They said, leave your cell phone and leave your keys. And Dave, my buddy Dave and I, we walked up. I said, how do I get up there? And they said, any which way you can. And it was a barn of parts. I couldn't believe it. I've never, and I go to scrap yards, big major yards, Chicago, Milwaukee. And I was like, it was just unbelievable. I can't really describe it, but just imagine general iron with the shredder and of just motorcycle parts, just three, four stories, anything you could find. And you could literally, they don't even know what they have. They have so many parts, but they're, 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 those are probably the two cool. Yeah, it's a mountain. <laughs> but what an adventure that was! Those guys treated us. We, I mean, pushing the bikes through town, we're running out of gas. I never rode a knucklehead before. They let me ride that pre-war thirty-eight, and they said when I go to shift it, it's gonna the the the, the frame was welded, so it's gonna death wobble, and it did. And, and I mean, yeah. it was a mile long driveway with switchbacks and ice. I was so scared. I I never, yeah. you know. Never, was a, never rode a foot clutch. That was a great time. Hey, guys, tell me what is, and this is for you, uh, Chris and Greg, what is hot right now? What's selling? What's, you know, because when I was going to swap meets way back, I could negotiate on Pecanhead parts. And then Pecanhead parts went through the rough. I mean, they weren't anything back then. Now, shovelhead parts are really good. What else, what else, what's hot right now? What's really big at swap meets that didn't used to be? Chris, I'll let you take that first. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I mean, so there's there's different genres of swap meets. You know, you think about uh, the Wasion Ohio swap meet, the Davenport swap meet. Those are really focused on antique motorcycles, right? Basically, forty years old and older. So at those meets. You know, you're looking at liquid carburetors, you're looking at fr rigid frames, you're looking at springer front ends, uh, you're looking at gas tanks, seats, pogo sticks, seat T-bars. You know, the swap meet I was just at up in Plover, Wisconsin, it was pretty much anything goes. There was, you know, people that are selling uh, new takeoff parts to, uh, you know, JD parts, uh, to Indian stuff. Donnie Smith is a good example of it's a free-for-all. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff at, again, example of Donnie Smith across the board of shovelhead, panhead stuff, of knucklehead stuff. I bought a lot of, uh, I bought some few JD parts, um, as well as new Evo and twin cam stuff. So what's hot right now? That's I don't know if I can answer that, uh, Gina. Um, well, so here's the here's the thought: if it's OEM Harley Davidson and it's from an era that predates 1980, chances are you've got something of value. All right, if you've got an aftermarket part from Paco or this or that, or you know, and you've got a, a chrome coil cover laying there, 
folks, that's not going to increase in value because you hold on to it for 20 years. It's a coil cover and it wasn't made by HD. You know, so the, at the end of the day, that's what people are looking for. They're looking for original equipment parts. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that that good after aftermarket parts won't sell. They certainly will. But predominantly speaking, if you've got, if you've got a, a, a let's say you want to clear some stuff out and you want to go through those totes, look at there. OEM, yeah. that's what I'm talking and you about. Start, you start going through, you got some transmissions, oil bags, shocks, some pan, you know. That's my exactly. favorite, digging through the bins. I find gold in the bins. <laughs> Absolutely. And there again, that's where the parts manuals for the guys that aren't really sure really come in handy. I pieced together a 19... So many, not to interrupt, but with having so many friends, when I go to the swap meets, I knew I knew Tribby had all those linkers. I had five or six buddies tell me, hey, this guy over there. I went and looked. wasn't what I was looking for, but I don't really need anything. But it, sometimes I just buy stuff because it's hard to find, you know? And that's really a smart move because, uh, you know, I was listening to Chris uh, earlier talk about, you know, selling parts uh, that they'll never use. Well, inevitably, when you sell a Harley part, it, you need it the next week for whatever reason. I don't know. That seems to be, be my experience. That's the law. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but swap meets should be, first and foremost, shouldn't they be fun? Shouldn't we be having a good time in these places? And, yeah. and like Chris said, you know, the selling part, okay, that's a good component. But, you know, at the end of the day, let's have fun. Let's try to get people up on the road. Let's see if we can buy find something that we, we maybe didn't want to splurge for last time, and now we got a little extra cash. You know. Greg, that's a great that's a great comment, a great place to to leave this off. You know, grab a beer, have a good time. There's a lot of camaraderie at these swap meets. I mean, look at Davenport. You know, that's just a big. You know, the the longer the days, the better. I say. You know, <laughs> these one day swap meets. Uh, let's do two or three day swap meets. Well, you know, another real quick, you know, another real interesting aspect of swap meets is when we're and Greg will relate to this. When we as vendors are setting up in the morning before public is there, it's a free-for-all of other vendors trying to buy all your cool shit so they can sell it in their booth. That's true. (laughs) I've had had guys chase me down. I learned the hard way. You know, when at the first big swap meets I did, you have all these, you know, professional swap meet guys coming over. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm I'm making a million dollars. Well, no, you're selling the stuff for fifty cents on a dollar for what they're going to sell it for. So don't be afraid to hold on to what you have to sell it to the retail public. Number one, number two, I would rather, like Greg said, if somebody came up to me and I'm selling something, explain to me what you're doing. Tell me your story. And I'll guarantee you, you're going to get that part way cheaper than I ever would have sold it to anybody else. That's true, because everybody's got a backstory. Of what you're doing. Good point. Great point. Guys, we could could talk all day. I've sold stuff like that. And then I see the guys later in life, two, three years, five years later, and they're on their bike. And they're like, man, next thing you know, they're comping your bar tab. Right. Exactly. You're right. You know? We got to run to a commercial break. I want to thank you so much for joining us. We got to run to a commercial break, bring the girls back on. And next week, we're going to talk about bar finds with Keith Ball and with uh, Tom Banks. So you guys join us again next week. We'd love to see you back here. Thank you so much for joining us. Chris Trippy, Greg Lou. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks, guys. Nice talking with you guys. Are you ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling 
additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to Clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to Detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews Products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews Products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. 40 years ago, a biker dropped out of community college to follow his motorcycle dream. His name was John Parham, and he named his company J&P Cycles. Today, J&P Cycles is the largest seller of aftermarket parts, accessories, and gear in the world. It's the one-stop shop for motorcycle enthusiasts. Over 600 brands and 100,000 products all in one place. J&P Cycles Gold Club members enjoy free shipping on every order every day and 4% cash back on purchases. And nowhere else has certified motorcycle mechanics on call seven days a week via chat and 800 number. JNP Cycles is a proud supporter of Open Road Radio. Visit us online at our legendary Anamosa, Iowa retail store, our Daytona Beach Superstore, and during the Black Hills Motorcycle Rally and many, many more events. JNP Cycles, riding, wrenching, racing since 1979. Gina, congratulations on 25 years of Open Road Radio. That's pretty incredible. That is some staying power. I honor you, I love you, I appreciate what you do, and I'm going to wish you another 25 years of doing this. Gina and Open Road Radio, happy 25th anniversary. You guys bring such light to our Saturdays. Um, It's appreciated by so many people, consumers, industry peeps, everybody. Thank you so much. You guys are doing an amazing job. Yeah, for a minute, I had it, and then went right back to it. Okay. Okay, and we are back. All right, we are back. <laughs> Want to thank our great, great friends, uh, Greg Lou, and um, also Chris Tribby for joining us today on uh, Swap Meets Special. Um, you were saying something that right before we went to the break, Dazzlin. Yeah. Uh- so I think I can, we, we might, you might have a little background going on uh, behind you. Um, actually, you were talking about the entertainment and things. What I really love at the, the swap meets here in Vegas, they always have live music and food trucks and, and everything else. So as you're going through bins of people's pull-offs, uh, I, Dan, you're right. Some of the treasures are at the bottom of those plastic tubs. It's not all laid out there. Uh, that, that's the best I, kept I, secret. I truly pride myself on finding the gems like a 87 inner soft tail inner primary with the external solenoid. And those, it's, I, I love finding the little unicorns and bragging about it. And my friends <laughs> get all, you know, upset with me. And he's one of the few that actually dig to the bottom. I got the horseshoe so far up there, I choke on it sometimes, you know? (laughs) Hey, if you are just joining us, thank you so much for joining us. We are with Open Road Radio on your Facebook or YouTube live stream, as well as 1400 AM K-Shop with our Sin City Radio Girls, Dazzlin and Penny FXR. So thank you so much for joining us. Please give it a like, give it a share. If you're on YouTube, you can uh, you can like it. And if you're on Facebook, please give it a like and share. Sorry if we've had, um, I think we were frozen for a little bit there, but uh, 
hopefully we are back up and yeah, yeah it looks like chilly. we're up and running it's been uh, chilly here in the midwest okay <laughs> yeah we're we're up and moving again hey bill murphy good to see you you're right gina does rock oh she so absolutely sweet. rocks lawrence love the headband gina thank you thank you it was the last minute uh so we've got a busy weekend this weekend here in Vegas with the swap meet. So Saturday, we've got the Henderson Harley Davidson. There's still room if you want to show. It's from 11 to 3 down on Warm Springs. And Penny's got a little jewel of a swap meet on Sunday. Yep, we have. Well, let, let uh, Isaiah catch up real fast because we got a little bit of swap meet um, music that he's going to play. Yeah. We've also got a couple I pictures that um, And Isaiah, it looks like we're doing the swap meet first, and then we'll go back and do the what's it happening events. So if you want to throw that little ditty on and then some of those pictures. Pictures, we just put a whole bunch of swap meets together because there are a lot of swap in the next couple of weeks. I mean, that's what spring's all about. Spring is when all of the swap meets come out. That's what that happens first. It's true. Hot in the, um, you know, it's still cold enough. I, I don't know about you, Dan, but I like to take the truck to the swap meet because that's where you get all your stuff. You can put it in there. In the summer, when they have the swap meets, it's too damn hot. And you're going to ride your bike, and then how are you going to carry your truck? Trust me, we have been creative with that, wearing tires and holding a transmission on our left, scratching the tank like, a, like an idiot. I, it, um, but, you know, that I, I lo- I've I been going to them. That's how I got into motorcycling. And I was probably 18 when I went to my first one. And I was next to this crazy guy named Eddie Quick. And he was singing biker blues song. He had a Nazi dagger and a skunk skin hanging off the back of him. And he was just this oddball guy. And and um, it was just, I made $3,800 on a Sunday and bought a Harley. That's what you could do when you go to swap meets. So let's, <laughs> um, if we can do the slideshow on the swap meets first. I don't know if we can do that, Isaiah. All right, there we go. And then um, go ahead, Gales, and tell us where your swap meets are this weekend. So the uh, we have the Vegas Car and Bike Swap at 4150 West Cary Avenue. It's a Biltwell, uh, one of their swap meets. It's from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then the night before that, which is pretty cool, they have a pre-party at Sonic Rodeo, which is kind of like a rehearsal space for bands. Um, so you got to hit that up at 7 p.m. Saturday night, April 9th. But yes, Vegas car and bike swap April 10th. Okay, and unfortunately, we're not we don't have the right pictures that are going on. So we are going to go back to the uh, we'll go back to the first one that we saw was Woodstock Harley Davidson open house is uh this weekend, this Saturday. So get on out there, that is Saturday. And you can come by and see the um, War Dogs. We're going to have the Harley Davidson quilt out there that you can purchase for $10 for that raffle ticket um, because the tickets are going to be raffled off on June 5th, which is our ride. And they are f- uh, for the Rescue Canine for a veteran, raffled off on June 5th. They are for training and the life care of every canine that we can give to a veteran. Yes. So. It's a cool thing. Um, then we've got our, uh, there is the War Dogs June 5th event coming up. And that is at uh, Woodstock Harley-Davidson, at least at uh, 8 a.m. starts registration, at least Harley-Davidson, um, Woodstock Harley-Davidson. And it's uh, the War Dog Charity Riders organizes rides to raise funds for training rescue dogs, as I said just a few minutes ago for veterans with PSTD and TBI for dogs, charity riders. All right, and then we've got the rally on the levee that is in Charleston, West Virginia, with our friend Jim Lynch and the Bike Show Mafia production crew with national recording artist, Jasmine Kane, which is gonna be hellacious because she's an awesome gal. And that is rallyonthelevee.com for more information. And now we can go and check out some of these swappy pictures. They should just be in a little bit of a, uh, well, there's Chris's picture. They'd be in a little bit of a slideshow here. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of things uh, coming up. 
Um, we've got one locally, which is, well, this is, uh, that one is uh, the one that uh, Dazlin was just talking about by Henderson Harley-Davidson and Full Throttle Law. Oh, you guys are part of that. Mm -hmm. Nice. And how many vendors do you expect there? They usually have between 30 and 40 uh, vendors uh, set up. So it's a, it's a, yeah, and it's the same ones that come year after year. Bernie from uh, Boulder Choppers will be out there. So yeah, they, they, they do a great time. There'll be a great barbecue food truck, one of the best in the city. And uh, Guido will be out there uh, playing music. So yeah, and then let's see what else you got. Isaiah, let's see if uh, Penny's was next. There it is. So oh, it's so, yeah, that's uh, the Vegas car and bike spot at 4150 West Cary Avenue. Um, is that the one we're looking at? May 1st, okay. right? Um, no, this is April 10th. Or, yeah, oh, April okay. 10th. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. That's this Sunday. Oh, yeah, that other one, the one we're looking at is in New Hampshire. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right. Bring the small that's, that's okay. That's like right, I Annie. say, there is so many swamp mates all over. The country, and if you go to cyclefish.com, mm -hmm. cyclefish has got a lot of great, great listings of all the events for motorcyclists, but especially uh, April and May is filled with swap meets. So get out there, grab some stuff, get that bike up and running, and get on the open road. That's cyclefish. That's right. <laughs> Hey, hey, Gina. You, I know, I know it's a little off topic, but John was over here, and he wanted to uh, have me tell you thank you for introducing him on, on one of your shows. You uh, uh, said something about Bunker Biker, and he's been going all over the U.S. and he has met some of the coolest cats. And uh, he wanted me to give you a shout out on that and a plug or whatever. So that's fantastic. You know what I was just thinking about them the other day, Bunker Biker. So you can go to any biker's house and uh, lodge for free, and then they just pay it forward, and they do the same thing. That's cool stuff, and we'll talk about that again in an upcoming show. Oh, yeah, just saying. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is really cool. It's a great service for us motorcyclists, right? Hey, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Thanks to uh, our gals in Sin City over there, our Dazzling and Penny FXR. Thank you for bringing it home to uh from the K-Shop Radio Studios, the Full Throttle Law Radio Studios. Absolutely. Thanks, Gales. Thanks for having us. Good night, Thank you guys. We'll see you next Monday, same time, same place. Thank you for tuning in to America's premier motorcycle talk show, Open Road Radio. Hey, you guys. Hey, thanks for coming along. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Bye, guys.